2: It's
3: an old trick. It's an old trick. We've seen it really for 60 years, hardcore. You're going to see it more and more as the government fails in every aspect. And that is the wag the dog. Time to go to war. We're failing on all fronts. You have every reason to impeach this feeble Fuhrer as he destroys the american principles in fact his big accomplishment is what exactly that he gets to tout his bribery scheme of infrastructure to bail out the corrupt Democrat states and counties that squandered the money they were supposed to spend on infra- infrastructure that they've been taxing taxing you for for decades years and years all the taxes that they stole or misappropriated or used for their pension fund or any other democrat failure Gets bailed out by the feds. And that's what we call this big infrastructure bill. So the dimwit in diapers is out spewing his tax-the-rich nonsense without the knowledge of the people who voted for him, realizing he's the real 1%. This stupid son of a dog never worked a day in his life, yet he's worth hundreds of millions. We find out just China gave his family $31 so I'm very comfortable with saying he's now worth hundreds of millions. But he's a man of the people. And he's doing the creepy whisper and all of it. But what was going on during the day that is the most offensive, the biggest atrocity, is a replay of propaganda by the American government to distract and to blindfold the citizens with a flag of patriotism as they stoke up the war, the evil Russia. This has been bothering me for a while. See, not just because every time somebody from the Pentagon opens their mouth, it's a lie. And the Vietnam veterans will remember Tunka, Tunkin, whatever, when they said the Vietnamese bombed the ship after, you know, the sailors blew it up. But every other war we've been in, every other misdirection play, every other CIA play, specifically with Arkansas and the Clintons and the drugs and the whole nine yards. So here they are in their costumes getting ready for World War III so you take your eye off the corruption and the failure in the Democrat mafia. sir. Sure.
4: Sure. You, you get
3: time for one more.
4: Yeah, yeah. So let's go to Louie uh, from ABC.
3: Hi, sir. Thank you uh, to both of you for doing this Ask briefing Ask him about Mena, Arkansas. Um, I'd like to go back to something that Lita asked um, at the top and the way that you framed the response about the provocations and how they're perceived um, by Russia.
5: Typically, you do not disclose prepared to deploy orders, um, particularly when you're talking about large numbers of forces like the 8500 that you put out this week um what was the calculus in doing that are you sending a message to russia
3: and is it possible that the way they see that um they may see
6: that themselves as a provocation
3: now you know what's interesting we never really get to hear much except what four second bites from the russian diplomats or from russia's side of the story at all in fact it reminds me of what YouTube and Twitter and all of the other propagandists for the Fourth Reich and the censors and the Gestapo of information does when you talk against the pretend vaccine or when you talk against the ridiculousness of a politician being able to mandate you to do anything. You just don't see it. It's redacted.
4: And it reminds Uh, me... Again, uh, our focus is on making sure that... uh, We're ready to, uh, to look to, um...
3: yeah, if that's not propaganda, what is? So I wanted to take a little adventure, kind of see what the Russians were saying. They have a diplomat who's been a diplomat for years. His name is Sergei Lavrov. And he's been talking quite a bit, but it's not getting played here in America. I wonder why. Maybe it's because the American government doesn't want the American people to know, or have any perspective of exactly what the problem is and why Russia has moved tr- troops to the Ukraine.
7: If it's up to Russia, there will be no war. We don't want any wars. But ignoring our interests is not something we can allow either. Americans are trying to create a hysteria of the escalation around Ukraine. Burrell and Blinken are repeating it as some kind of a mantra. They say, we hope that Russia is going to choose the path of diplomacy. And I can tell you that is something we've always stuck to since Soviet times. And the outcomes of this diplomacy include the Istanbul and Astana declarations stipulating that no one is going to strengthen their security at the expense of others. This is the embodiment of diplomacy.
3: That's obviously an interpreter. And after this little press conference, the head of Croatia, who is a member of NATO, sided with the Russians. Did you know that? Now, uh, you probably aren't going to hear that,
7: but it goes on. Our proposals to NATO might seem exceptional only if the experts who assess these proposals assume that the Americans have already taken everything around. So why bother? Put up with that. Confine yourself to the bare minimum but we want them to work with us with honesty. The day before yesterday, we received their response, and it obfuscates things as the West is prone to do. But still, there are some responses to our basic questions, in particular with regards to intermediate and short-range missiles. We also offered to withdraw military exercises further.
3: Their contention is NATO is moving missiles into the Ukraine. They have an agreement that they've had in place since the fall of the Soviet
7: Union from the border on both sides. There were other measures on de-escalation. They were ignored for several years, but now NATO seems to be willing to talk about that. It's at least something.
3: They're willing to de-escalate even now. The president has
7: already given an answer to that. If our attempts to agree on mutually acceptable principles of ensuring Euro-Atlantic security fail, we are going to take measures in response. With regard to what kind of measures, he said that they can be different and will be based on the information provided by our military. If they insist that they would not change their position, we will not do it either because their position is based on distortion of facts and our position is based on what everyone's put their signature on. I don't see the grounds for reaching the compromise here because they are distorting the previous decisions that were commonly adopted.
3: Now, how many times are we going to go through this? How many times are we going to wrap a flag of patriotism around our eyes and stop questioning what this fraud organization, this group of incompetence, This, I can't imagine, when's the last war that we were in that was actually based on truth? I'd say World War II. Maybe, Korea. Maybe. But none since then. And we just don't talk about it anymore. Iraq. How'd that work out? Afghanistan? Taliban's in charge now. You want to thank Joe Biden? I agree. You could thank Joe Biden. But you could also thank a couple of other people. Republicans who are still doing right now what they did then. And that's telling us to put aside our judgment, put aside our skepticism, get in line and support the mantra of the Pentagon, who really is kind of in need of a war. After all, they're bored over there. They don't have an excuse to spend all that money that keeps increasing. They don't have an excuse to spend it. So they need one. And this looks like a good one.
4: Live up to our commitment to NATO. Should the NATO response force be activated by NATO? Uh... How many
3: of the NATO countries do we subsidize so that they they can pretend that they're contributing to nato you see there is no nato we're nato the other ones are stooges kinda like democrat municipalities and democrat counties and democrat cities they're just a front for the federal democrats who love to double down on their corruption with another bailout of infrastructure same game bigger scale different costumes
4: Uh, this uh... Uh, this uh, putting our forces on a shorter string uh, enables us to get there in a in a, in a in a in a shorter period of time, and again, I think that provides reassurance to NATO that uh, that we're ready to live up to our commitments. Uh, and- and while this was
3: going on, almost nobody noticed how much money was being spent by BlackRock into the market, so it looked like it was a success today. That that didn't, that went with virtually no attention at all.
4: In terms of what Putin. Uh, uh, thinks and and uh, and the way he feels about things again it's hard to predict we, we take those kinds of things into consideration but uh, but again if you look at the forces that he has moved into the region and that he continues to move into the region uh, you know there was no provocation that caused him to move those forces
3: what about the missiles that they're claiming what about that was that provocation you know with the nato people
4: the president
7: has already given an answer to that if- The president has already given an answer to that. If our attempts to agree on mutually acceptable principles of ensuring Euro-Atlantic security fail, we are going to take measures in response. With regard to what kind of measures, he said that they can be different and will be based on the information provided by our military. If they insist that they would not change their... Do you remember when they kept saying that
3: Iran wouldn't allow our inspectors in to look at their nuclear facilities? Well, why won't Ukraine... Let everybody in to see if the allegations of Russia are correct. And they have put a missile launch system and capability in Ukraine. Maybe, what if, what if they're telling the truth?
7: Position: We will not do it either, because their position is based on distortion of facts, and our position is based on what everyone's put their signature on.
3: Nah, we should just trust the Pentagon. After all, they always tell us the truth. They always do the right thing, and screwdrivers cost $8,000, only when the government buys them.
7: As for the sanctions, when our president spoke in particular, we told the Americans that the package of sanctions, including Russia's disconnection from the financial systems controlled by the West, would be equivalent to the severance of diplomatic ties. We gave a clear message, and I think they understand it. I don't think it serves anybody's interests.
3: What if the sanctions they keep threatening Russia with are a proactive move, rather than a reactive, the way the government wants you to think about it? I mean, after all, They told us the truth about the vaccine. They told us the truth about the virus. They told us the truth about pumping the trillions into the economy and how great things would be. After all, why would we question our government? All they ever do is tell us the truth. 312-642-5600. You better wake
8: up. AM 560.
9: Some call me the sage from South Central. Others call me the czar of common sense. But you can call me Larry Elder. And you're invited to join me tonight, starting at 7, right here on AM 560, The Answer.
3: What a great, what a great playbook. The crowbar of fear. It'll separate you from your senses each and every time. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Instead of being what you should be, suspicious. This is... An absolute and total lie told by people who have been lying to us for six decades.
4: So, uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll continue to, uh-huh. to listen to what he says uh-huh. and, and watch what he does. Oh, all right. Chairman. Uh-huh.
3: What about yeah, you would, with uh, the
5: costume? On? Echo.
3: This is, this is Millie. He's always a truth teller. When I, in fact, when I think about honesty and integrity, representation of the American government, I think of this cartoon character in his costume.
5: All of that with respect to the PTDO forces, um, you know, for 20 years, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, etc., we've announced when forces are rotating, etc. We attempt uh, to be transparent with you and Congress and with the American people on uh, the use and the deployment of military forces.
3: Yes, because the Pentagon has a reputation of being transparent with the people. In fact, I can't think of a time in history when they weren't transparent with the people, except for every single day. For the last sixty years, you fracking
5: liar. Uh, we alerted, uh, based on the direction from the president, the secretary of defense. We increased the readiness status of these forces. So the forces themselves have been told, uh, and we think it's a better, uh, from from a transparency standpoint, to better to inform you, the media, the American people, and Congress of the. For-
3: you realize that twelve people from any city, twelve people, who've worked, who've negotiated contracts who've paid attention to news, not even full-time, sporadically, could negotiate better with Russia than these idiots? You realize that? Why is it the information is the enemy of the American government? For the same reason the truth is the enemy of the liar. I don't believe a word that comes out of their faces. Do you? Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I know, I'm being controversial. After all, this is a show that touts Republicans. We should be banging the war drum constantly, right? We should be buying this BS no matter how many times they keep force-feeding us this castor oil. We should tell them it tastes good. I spit it back in their face. That's what I like to do. Susan, West Chicago.
2: Hi, Sean. I'm just wondering, am I the only person who believes that that bridge falling down just when Joe was arriving to talk about his infrastructure bill might be a little bit coincidental?
3: I, I I like that as well. But I will say this. In these Democrat mafia sewers, the money that they've been taxing the people every day in every in every way has been put into the general fund to pay off their, their foot soldier army of union workers. So it really uh, hasn't gone to fix the bridge. It might have been a coincidence. It, after all, nothing that a Democrat does lasts forever when it comes to work. <laughs> the one thing they're good at is making it so they have to fix it again next week. And even when they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Thank you, Susan. I uh, like (laughs) the way you you. think, though. I appreciate it very much. Kip, Stillman Valley.
2: Oh, thanks, Sean, for taking my call. Listen, man, Americans, and you got it right on the head here with the We Americans, the taxpayers of America, are funding our own demise.
8: Yeah. And, anything and
2: that the government goes against anything that the American people truly believe in and goes against them, like what they're doing with through the CIA and bringing the illegals all over the country. No,
3: that's that's just Biden travel. He's taking on Apple. And uh, you're paying for that as well. Um, but what nothing will, will, will distract the American people like the fear of a war with Russia.
5: You know, does it feel different? Sure, it does feel different um, in terms of what we've seen in the past of Russian exercises, et cetera. Uh, this is larger in scale and scope and uh, the massing of forces than anything we have seen um, uh, in recent memory, and I think you'd have to go back quite a while into the Cold War days to see something of this magnitude. Uh, they do annual exercises, and we watch those closely, but this is different. Um, so we'll, we'll continue to monitor it very, very closely, but, yes, it does feel different.
3: But what if for the last several years they've been saying, please don't build the weapons up in Ukraine. We don't like it by our border. You know, the way we did when uh, rightfully so. This this might be the last time the government told the truth, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And that, thank God, you had somebody like Kennedy in there versus somebody like this feeble Fuhrer moron in diapers, Biden. Thank God you had somebody in there that was better than Obama, better than all of them because that 's the way it should have ended without a shot being fired, what are the odds this ends that way because we got a lot of we got a lot of scams to cover up. We really, really do, and that 's why Biden wants to talk about how you 're going to pay taxes
10: i 'm a capitalist. If you can make a billion dollars a million dollars, go at it it 's good, but at least pay a little bit
3: and you know if you could spend the million dollars, a billion dollars, a trillion dollars, you should have to account to the people whose money you're spending, moron, in each and every case. Can any Democrat do that? Pick just a small municipality. Can they do it? Mike, Union.
10: Sean, do you remember the previous administration It was withholding funding because of all the crooks, including Americans? And if they they withheld the cash, they were going to start a war with Russia. Well, now they go to other casts. Where are all these whistleblowers and all these embassy workers and all these eggheads?
3: Mike, what happened, Joe? Trump won- you know when Trump won me over with his foreign policy, because Trump had yeah. lived through all of these lies and he knew yeah. not to trust the liars. That's why. And the CIA, the, the CIA Millie, got him, Joe. The CIA, <laughs> Millie, the Pentagon—they needed him out, and they need this stooge in. Thank you very much. That's exactly what this is. This is a stooge who will go out like a show pony and spew that same nonsense rather than prevent the American people from being taken to the cleaners. Because he needs this game of fraud. The Democrat mafia would be nowhere if it wasn't for this kind of fraud, this kind of misdirection, and this kind of misinformation. But Joe Biden's a capitalist. He just told you.
10: Fortune 500 companies.
3: Let the three idiots clap.
10: And Fortune five hundred companies the last two years there fifty five who made over. What was
3: the tax rate that you and your crack smoking son paid on the thirty one million China gave you? Can I have the tax rate you paid you and the diapers with the wet socks three one two six four two fifty six hundred? I'll take your calls when I get back.
8: AM five sixty. The answer.
3: A friend of mine sent me a text. Be careful. They're going to say you're a Russian asset, a sympathetic. Why? The, the the Moscow mayor never gave me three and a half million because I'm calling out the corruption in the Democrat mafia. I mean, does anybody even curious to know how a crackhead got on Burisma, which was already a corrupt company, natural gas company owned by an oligarch in the Ukraine, and how the Ukrainian government is scandalous right now? But that's exactly what our American Democrat mafia wanted when Biden withheld the billion dollars so they could fire the prosecutor that was looking into his crack-smoking son's hypocrisy and what he's doing on the board of a Ukrainian company. We can't rely on our investigators to do it. So because I ask people to think and don't believe people who've lied to us for 60 years, I'm a Russian asset. I think the greatest Russian asset is Joe Biden. After all, every time oil goes up, Putin buys another giraffe and a hooker. I'm not the one putting money in his pocket. Joe Biden and the Democrats are. That's where the real scam is. There it is. Yes. All you Chicago teachers, union members, stand up. This is your anthem, too, you communist bastards. Yep. I like it. We've now been labeled a Russian asset. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, the Vietnamese, sunk, punkin. It's all, it's all true. Amanda in Glenview has the right idea, and I agree with you.
2: Hi, Sean. I love you. Love your show. Love you back. (laughs) Thanks. Um, I just want to comment, why aren't we and the Republicans talking about impeachment of this idiot in the Oval Office who's smuggling illegal immigrants every night when we're fast asleep Dreaming I love of that. inflation going
3: down. I love that because that's actually a dereliction of duty. It's a nullification of our, of our uh, immigration laws. He doesn't have the authority to do it, and you could impeach him on that. Mine is you'd have to investigate. We would need the FBI to actually look at the laptop and the hard drive that they've had for two years. But we all know the upper echelon of the FBI are what? Comey times 30? That's who really runs it. So, but what you're suggesting is that you get him on something simple and easy like the fact that he is in dereliction of duty and he does not have the authority to nullify our immigration laws. That's a nice one, Amanda, and I love it. It looks like a
2: high crime to me.
3: In fact, you're going to stay on the line and you're going to get a T-shirt. Let's give her a T-shirt money. And in the meantime, let's take a little kind of look at the devastation and, and try to quantify it on exactly the damage that's been done between the fentanyl and the murder and mayhem done by illegal aliens who come through our border easier than it is for us to go to a restaurant in chicago without a vaccination card
11: who is this guy how do he get here what do we know about him okay the, the guy is a uh lebanese born Venezuelan national who gets word that the biden
3: let's get this straight now i gotta write this down lebanese born what was the other party
9: said hold on wait i
11: missed it he are right. who is this guy how do he get here what do we know about him Okay, the, the guy is a uh, Lebanese-born Born. Venezuelan national Venezuelan. who gets word Nation. that the Biden administration has given asylum to Venezuelans. He, his daughter, and his wife fly to Monterey, Mexico, hire a smuggler, get rafted over into Brownsville, Texas, wants asylum. They pick him up, run him. He's not only on the terror watch list, the hit comes back, high derogatory information affiliated with an unspecified group, classified information. Important thing here at Tucker is we're all wondering who got in. Did terrorists get in? We now know the government has a known terrorist that they let go. Why? Because he's a high COVID risk. Why? Because he's overweight. So now in my community, we get this guy. Nobody I know. You can't
3: even catch the fat guys coming across the border? You can't even catch the fat guys who are from originally Lebanon and became Venezuelans just because they like the communism and they're on the terror watch list? You can't catch them? In fact, you let them through? This story would have only been better had he been carrying 16 kilos of fentanyl. And we all know the kind of effect that's having on our city, on our state, on our country. There's a thousand different ways to impeach this stupid son of a dog. We are now almost two years into the
12: pandemic, but a new analysis shows there's a bigger public health killer here in the country.
1: According to the CDC, fentanyl overdoses have killed more people since 2020 than COVID-19 car accidents and suicides.
3: Don't worry about it. And then what about the, um, the illegal aliens that killed people like the little 8-year-old girl? Well, you know what the benefit is? If they're young you don't have to worry about it because their cerebral cortex isn't developed if they get caught in cook county and they go before our law which are judges who are supposed to enforce our law and to use it as a shield to protect the citizens in america you've got judges like this by the way is there any question that this is a democrat
9: public has a right to safety but of course as desirable as it might be in this crime crisis that we face, to keep the dangerous individuals behind bars, uh-huh. we still have to do so by providing those accused of committing these horrendous crimes the due process of law.
3: I agree with that. Good for you. You're off to a very good start. Now, we understand you're, you're a judge, and, and you're right. We have due process, and they're all entitled to it. And then what happens
9: after that? Don't have the prefrontal cortex that is developed. And the prefrontal cortex of the brain does not itself fully develop until you're closer to the age of 25 years of age. This kid is 16. There's no way that he would have the prefrontal cortex already developed. So This is the kid that shot the 8-year-old. So his, his cortex
3: isn't developed. So you get to shoot the 16-year-old, and we're going to put you in for some strong counseling
9: while I can't talk about that particular case, I'm just talking about the typical 16-year-old. He doesn't have that part of the brain developed that makes it possible for him to distinguish between the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do.
3: Boy, oh boy, if only that covered abortion. And you had to be 26 to get an abortion. That might save some minority lives, wouldn't it? It's fun when, when you play this logic game with morons. It's fun when you listen to how they really think and how you realize how hopeless our position is of wanting law and order in a just society, and how favored the scum in our society really are. If they're Lebanese terrorists who moonlight in Venezuela and sneak over the border, or if they're fentanyl cartels from Sinaloa, it's nice to see that they have the protection the American citizen is supposed to have, and in each and every case but specifically these democrat strongholds they don't stand a chance but only if we could convince them that they had to stick by a flu maybe we could force them to put a vaccine a pretend one an experiment in their body and wear a mask would all be great and if all else fails go to war with russia you starting to see a trend i know i am and then there's always the class warfare taught to you by people who have stolen stolen Hundreds of millions of dollars like the Biden administration, where the only place to be a thief and a mafia member goes without consequence, politics in a gangster government. Forty billion dollars didn't pay a cent in taxes. Boy, oh boy, the Democrats wanted to see Trump's tax returns. I want to see the Biden Inc. I don't mean those pretend ones of his stupid income. That he never really needs. I'm talking about the thirty one million China gave you, the three and a half million Moscow gave you. I want to know what happened with the Ukrainian money. In fact, I just simply want you impeached. You could be impeached on any one of these topics. Instead you're going around with your creepy whisper and your payoff scheme to the Democrat mafia that's been loyal to you. All right, the lines are lighting up. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I'm gonna take a break now. When I get back, I'll take all of your calls after this.
8: AM 560, the answer. If you're looking for the latest news, insight into what it means, and the sharpest opinion.
3: The insult to the Cook County resident by this piece of garbage judge is why he should be grabbed by his corrupt little neck and thrown right out of office. But he won't. You've got a big, bright future in a Democrat mafia state. Just keep making excuses for perpetrators. And then maybe we'll ignore the fact, I'd like to know... How many gang-banging scum contribute to Democrat politicians? Ooh, there would be a s- interesting statistic. Maybe the FBI, when they're done investigating parents of students that push back against the teachers' union, maybe when they're done investigating and intimidating them, they could maybe pick their head out of their ass and figure out where the money is. Ruth and Elgin.
2: Hey, um, I heard the comments um, from the... I'm not sure who he was, but he said the cortex isn't that's developed That's the chief just. The that's,
3: that's a chief justice in Cook County. That's why you've got so many. The crime rate is parabolic. You've got so many shootings. The repeat offenders go out and gun. Because the cerebral cortex, you go back home to your pretend family, and you, you create more mayhem. That's what we have well, for judges in Cook County. Well,
2: Sean, what are we doing uh, sending our 18-, 19-year-olds over to fight our wars for Only the everything. ones not
3: related if, to senators. Only the only the eighteen and nineteen year olds that aren't related to senators or Congress people and haven't bribed politicians. Those kids they go to war. The rest of them, don't worry, you get a pass. Ruth, it's exactly right, and your point is well taken. And this person is an idiot, Ruth, an idiot.
2: Twenty five. I don't believe that. Don't know the difference between right and wrong. (laughs) I don't. You know what, Ruth?
3: We've got a we've got an eighty year old in office that doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. We've got an eighty one year old, ex dancer who doesn't know the difference and pretends to be the Speaker of the House. Kim Elgin.
2: Yeah, hi there. Uh, off topic a little bit, but uh, I was wondering where is the unfortunate Mrs. Biden in all this?
3: I don't know, but hopefully there's a happy uh, Secret Service agent. Thank you very much, Kim. I
1: appreciate it. Tony, Portage, Indiana. Hey, Sean. Yes, brother. Uh, in reference to this idiot 16-year-old, When
2: I was 16
3: years old, I was... Judge Evans, a little respect for a man who's almost single-handedly responsible for the uptick in crime and uh, uh, recidivism among gun-shooting, low-life, carjacking, wretched people. Go
2: ahead. Well, when I was 16, I was waiting for the time
1: that I could get out on my own. I could get out of my father's house, and I knew right from wrong.
3: Everybody and I knew court. right from wrong.
1: Do you remember how we were I raised? Had,
3: you remember how we yeah. were raised? Whatever we did on yeah. the street was a reflection of our family. And back then, oh, yeah. the family was responsible for whatever you did wrong. You remember that? Yes, sir. Yeah. What happened to that, Tone? What happened to that? I don't know.
2: Uh-huh.
3: I don't know. The collapse of society it, under Democrat rule. That's what happened to that. And all of these mafia members pretending to be politicians and aldermen and all the rest of it, giving these ghost jobs and these payoffs to their corrupt family members. That's what happened to it. It's called Chicago and the Democrat. And the only place in this country where the cerebral cortex isn't developed is for those people that still vote for these idiots. That's
9: where it is. I mean, you've got to be
3: absolutely kidding me.
9: Don't have the prefrontal cortex that is developed. And the prefrontal cortex of the brain does not itself fully develop until you're closer to the age of 25 years of age. This kid is 16. There's no way. Now, do you think this judge deserved the position he got? Or is he going to be,
3: or is he more of an example of what we're going to get in the Supreme Court? Is he a judge who was picked merely by his skin tone? Because he surely didn't get this position because of his intellect. Is this the intellect of a chief justice? In Cook County, although it does explain the crime rate in Cook County and the quality of life in Cook County. In fact, this explains a lot of the ghettos and a lot of the problems with the ghetto. Robin, Hoffman Estates.
2: Hi, Sean. I wanted to ask you a quick question. Uh Uh-huh. Why is it okay for Biden to nominate Supreme Court justices based on affirmative action?
3: I don't know. I, I, I would imagine for, for people who have been honest, regardless of their race, it's insulting to think that you get ahead on your skin color. But after all, the Democrat Party is the party of racism. It is the party of corruption. So that's how you explain it. It's a Democrat, and their cerebral cortex isn't developed. I'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now personal liberty, and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks
2: like on top of me, so everybody just follow
3: me, because we need a little controversy. Jeff Mordock. is not only I one of my favorite right reporters for, me, for The Washington right. Times, been with me since nearly the beginning he covers the white house i have a sneaky suspicion he goes home and screams in a closet with the frustration of what he's witnessing i'd like to bring him on to discuss some of the topics jeff thank you so much for joining me how are you
1: i'm doing great thanks for having me sean
3: jeff have you ever seen um well to me i i started off the show by number one when you see this this scenario where breaking news and they're simply interpreting a talking point rather than having you understand in a perspective of what's going on in the Ukraine. To me, it's a wag the dog scenario to distract from the multitude of failures the Biden administration represents. Am I just too suspicious of a Pentagon that's lied to me for 60 years, or should I shut up and wrap the flag around my
1: eyes and go forward? Well, the Russian aggression is very real, um, and, and it's something we, we do need to take seriously. Now, is it at the level uh, that the Biden administration is claiming? It sounds like uh, R- Russian President Volodymyr um, uh, Zelensky um, disagreed with that in a, in a call with President Biden. that He doesn't think it's as serious, But you, as the administration is saying. But you also have to wonder, because Zelensky, he needs to project calm. He needs to downplay the threat. And, you know, any talk of threats going to destabilize his economy. Um, I mean, Russia is, they're mobilizing troops. Nobody's denying that. They're stationing troops in a pivotal position. They're doing a lot of the same stuff they did in 2014 with Crimea. So you do really have to worry. Now, the question is, see there's definitely a threat there. It's the middle ground between what the Biden administration is saying about the threat and where the threat lies. We've got to be careful. Jeff,
3: Russia's, um, Russia's assertion is that the U.N. has moved weapons into the Ukraine. This is something that they did in 2014 under the Obama administration. It is what they used as their, I don't want to say excuse, but let's just say excuse for their aggression towards Crimea. It seems to be an ongoing situation. They've never claimed that, um, uh, ha- has, has there been any rebuttal by um, NATO to say we have not in fact moved weapons into the Ukraine? Um, where do we stand on that?
1: Um, We haven't seen much of a rebuttal. I I would like to see that we – we we have not seen much of a rebuttal on that at all, and it'll be interesting to see uh, where where that goes. I think it's going to come up Monday. There's going to be the U.N. um, Security Council is going to have a whole meeting about this, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I I can't imagine a more ineffective institution than the United Nations Security Council – and if we're putting our eggs in that basket, uh, it, it's concerning. Um, so I think one of these we have to see on Monday what the administration does when it starts laying its, uh, its case out before the United Nations.
3: When I saw the press conference with Milley today and I saw his uh, his underling give us kind of a stuttering excuse as to w- what the intention is with the 8500 troops. What should be my next question? Should I just, buy their interpretation of why we're sending 8,500 troops, should that be the move that the Pentagon makes? Uh, I, I just don't like what I'm hearing, and there's no clear answer. And it reminds me so much of what we've heard over the last 25 years in regards to the Middle East. I just feel like it's a rinse and repeat, and it's a different country, and it's meant to, to lead us down a prairie path.
1: Well, the question—the uh, question we should really ask ourselves—is what is our national interest in the Ukraine? Um, they produce oil, but they don't really produce a lot of it. We could certainly get more from the Middle East if we were energy independent, uh, which Biden does not want. We we could get our oil. so. The question is, what what does Ukraine offer us, and what is really our commitment to the Ukraine? I would say that I don't really see a lot that Ukraine offers us. And you have to wonder, what then, why then are we so worried about this country?
3: Should we not be suspicious of the relationship between the Ukraine and the Biden family specifically? Should we not be suspicious of of, of Biden's own admission that he leveraged American foreign aid to have prosecutors fire? Or should we just completely discount the fact that what the hell was his son doing on a natural gas company's board i don't well, understand any of that
1: well i i don't know how you know it, it, it it's that's something we, we don't know how much that has to do w- with this and all of that concerning and all that needs to be explored further by the media the new york post did an excellent job the new york post was dismissed when they published it and now we're starting to learn as time has gone on Those allegations about what to, about the the um There's a lot of truth to a lot of what the New York Post uh, published about Hunter Biden's activities in the Ukraine. But it goes back to, but I don't know, I don't believe that what Russia's doing and what Hunter Biden did, that there is much of a connection. I would argue that they are separate.
3: All right. It does look suspicious, and I do think it needs to be probed. I would feel more comfortable if the FBI were to chime in. After all, they've had the hard drive for two years. It reminds well, me of slow-walking the prosecution of a corrupt alderman who happens to be very petite called Mike Madigan in Chicago. We see how sometimes the investigators who have an interest in the, in the political party slow-walk kind of an investigation. Boy, oh boy, doesn't it feel like that to you?
1: Uh, well, yes, but the FBI, I mean, let's look at the, the gymnast scandal. That Look how slow they, they moved on that the uh the shooter, the school shooter in Florida a couple of years ago where they had the FBI the problem with the FBI is that there's a level of incompetence that and I covered the FBI for four years <clears throat> that people don't realize exists, and then you combine it with political leaning and you have a mess like the situation you have now where we have all the stuff. I mean Hunter Biden's taxes have been under investigation for what, two years now? And we know nothing about that or where that stands.
3: I um I'm kind of also disappointed in the attention to the travel agency that Biden and his administration has been running with illegal aliens. Is this something that do you think that now that we have border agents that are disgusted with it and now you have Republicans select Republicans picking up on it? Is this something you think the mainstream media will soon kind of focus attention on and to the fact that it's a dereliction of duty in the very least?
1: I would hope so. But the problem is you don't have anybody in the mainstream media listening to the Republican side of things. You don't have anybody in the mainstream media talking to the border agents. You have people in the mainstream media talking to administration officials and nobody else. So that is partly why you see this. I mean, there. I mean, we have this on film. We have this on film. You would think this would be a bigger story, and it's not. I, I see it in a few hours. I see it from us. I see it from New York Post. I see it from Fox News, and that's about it. Um you're right, this should be a much bigger story. I don't know if this is going to be enough to move on. And, and one of the things is the Republicans don't have the majority in either the House or the Senate. <clears throat> so, excuse me there. So, there's a little bit that there's very little they can do. To draw attention to it, the way you draw attention to these things is you have hearings, you bring people before Congress, you get all of the media. Without that power, there is going to be no hearings, and there is no way to draw media attention to this. And nobody's listening to the border agents. Border agents are going to quit in disgust and go on, and nobody's going to talk to them. I mean, it's that—that's the problem.
3: In fact, one it's, thing it's we why have elections a, matter. We have an endless hearing, the endless hearing of January sixth, and right in yeah, the it, right. Right in the face of, of are they unaware? Is it so is is it such a bubble in Washington that these politicians are unaware of the credibility they've lost among the American people, even some Democrats that have a fully developed cerebral cortex you'll understand when you watch Chicago News. Isn't this something that maybe They should kind of be aware of. We're we're, we're very interested in the current stories that are destroying our credibility around the world and our country than we are January 6th. And and the the interpretation by Democrats of a phony, weaponless insurrection.
1: Well, it's um, well, what's well. and, And that proves my point about when you control the House and you control the Senate. You control the new you can as much influence on the news cycle as anything else um, what what to your point is yes, it is an endless hearing, and what's frustrating about that is it's not like we don't have problems in this country right now we've got you know the border patrol issue we've got rising inflation. we have all kinds of issues that we need to have hearings on um the fbi's incompetence there's a lot that we need a lot of people we need to drag before Congress and explain themselves to us, the airline industry for for taking all the COVID relief money and laying people off, There's a lot of hearings we need to have and people we need to, and so much air is being sucked up with this January 6th hearing.
3: There's another scandal, I think, and the scandal of the Supreme Court justice. I'm lucky enough to be born in the late 60s. I grew up during the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I picked my friends on their character. I have numerous acquaintances, friends, who became successful, all without the help of the government, all who happened to be of different race than, than Caucasian. Isn't this the greatest insult to a country that not only ended slavery the fastest of any other country on record, but has has lost numerous people to, in wars fighting for other people of colors and and, and for other races and other religions? Isn't this an insult to those people and what they've achieved without the help of the government? We have arguably the most minority millionaires, the most minority successful people, the most minority accomplished people. Why is it in the year 2021 as a nation we are accepting outright racism by our government as they promise to pick somebody based solely on genitalia and race? Is this not a, a, a throwback 80 years in race relations?
1: Well, what I find so interesting is I'm even seeing it in in, in the Washington bubble, which is where some liberal pushback on this. You know, uh, there was a liberal professor at Georgetown who said there'll be an asterisk on whoever this pick is because Biden limited himself to only looking for African-American women. It is. I mean, and the other thing is some of these women he's talking about are qualified for the court. They, they have the experience. They've been judges a long time. You create a list of just people qualified, they're going to be, end up on this. Some of these women are going to end up on this list anyway. You don't need to say, I'm limiting the list to African-American women just to get these women on the list. You could have all, open to all races and genders, these women would still make the list. That's what's so obnoxious about this. But among the American people, gender politics.
3: this is exactly why Martin Luther King was against affirmative action. And among the American mm-hmm. people, that asterisk will be very, very obvious. And I really don't give a rip what she says about anything, and I don't even know who she is. Because this is very similar to how Woodrow Wilson picked people. He, too, was a racist who only picked people of a certain color and a certain genitalia. Uh, do, are they just that ignorant, or is Joe Biden that senile to not see this? And is it I too late for that to I think, stop?
1: I think they're desperate, desperate for a win, and they're desperate to get some kind of victory that will appeal to the progressive base. The progressive base is leaving him in droves because they're frustrated. They're, they, they think they're going to sit out the midterms, and they may sit out 2024. They can't get anything they want passed. And this is a way to give them something they want. It's a way to throw them about.
3: I've thought for a long time that polls are propaganda. I really have. I'll never forget when uh, they presented Frank Lutz, who was supposed to tell people what the American people thought the whole time wearing plastic and pretending it's hair. It has no credibility to me. However,. When a poll a week and a half ago was at 33 percent or 36 percent, how did it jump up to the low 40s? Can anyone explain that to me? Or is that simply a propaganda piece so that I get behind him on his military action that's about to happen?
1: I think it's I think it's a move to get behind him. But if you really do look at these polls, there is one thing in these polls that nobody's reporting that's really fascinating. And it's his support among Democrats is dropping right now. His support among Democrats is at 68 percent, which isn't bad. But when you consider that he was at 88 percent in the summer and he was at 75 percent in um, September, the fact that here we are in January and it's 68 percent shows it is plummeting and it is plummeting fast. And that is something that they should really worry about, because it's not just um, African-Americans, it's suburban women, too, and Democrats. All of them are 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 um, are losing He's losing ground with all of them in approval ratings. And I think that's something this administration really should worry about because those are the key demographics that put Biden in the White House.
3: I knew it was going to be terrible. I um, thought there would be a solution this 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 with this much failure. I mean, if you pick anything, the economy, foreign policy, the tranquility among the nation, I thought it would be. Is there an outside chance? that the Democrats in power recognize this and that there is a move for either he steps down or the Republicans man up and impeach him? I understand they might not win, but we still would like to see them put an effort forward. Do the American people just have to tolerate it as he meanders around Washington?
1: Well, you know, there is talk among Republicans um, look, you know, about the possibility of impeachment if they take the, the House. I think, you know, it started, it started very similar with Trump. Where, you know, before the year midterm started, before the Democrats, you heard rumblings here and there. Somebody would go on MSNBC and raise the issue. And we're seeing that play out exactly here. We're seeing rumblings here and here from Republicans. Sure. Republicans will go on Fox News and float it out there. And that's sort of how you start to gain some steam. If the Republicans get get it, get the House, I could see the start to in the Senate. I could see the start to move. One of the things that nobody's talking about that I think is worth revisiting is all the military equipment we left in Afghanistan, we gave the Taliban an Air Force. Is that a dereliction of duty? It's worth exploring. And that might be something we see. We might see this go back to Afghanistan.
3: What if I could broker a deal with the Taliban and the Ukraines where we pay 30 cents on the dollar? We just move that stuff over. Wouldn't that solve so many problems, Jeff?
1: I think you'd win a Nobel Peace Prize for that. <laughs>
3: Jeff Mordack, you are my favorite reporter at The Washington Times. Please keep up the good work, and thank you so much for joining me. I truly enjoy it when you do. Thanks, Sean. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
8: AM560, The Answer.
3: I went long, but I thought it was worth it because the reality is there is another perspective. And that perspective is we have somebody who's incapable incapable and unable, out of touch and unfit. Some call him president. I never did. I never will. That's why I revoked my consent to be governed. To me, that's all you can do as you see the kind of corruption that the Biden administration really represents, and you see the tolerance level among Democrats. Tolerance level. The judge that I played is a Cook County judge. His job has never been more secure. Kim Fox will be reelected in perpetuity. In perpetuity. Lori Lightfoot, what's different from her or anybody that's running against her? I mean, what's the real difference? You're just tired of looking at her, which is understandable. <laughs> Who isn't? But the reality is it's the corruption. It's the, it's the failure. It's the constant excuses. It's what you're used to. And that's the real problem. Mark on the south side.
10: Hey, Sean. Yes. How are you today, my friend? Good, brother. How are you? Hey, I'm good, I'm good. You know, uh just want to talk a little bit. Boy, you you hit everything on the nail with uh,
11: Don't tell uh January
10: sixth. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well yeah. the 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 war in Ukraine. You know, they use this stuff all as deception as as a way to just, just distract the American public from what's going on in this country and how they're they're taking the constitution and they're just uh changing elections. Uh, you know they want to uh, change the way people vote. You know I was I was picking up a a prescription over at Walgreens uh, today, and I saw and an, an, uh the site said you, you know you might have to show a valid ID, you might have to have a driver's license, and I thought this is the world that we live in. But you know the Democrats they want to change everything, and and it's it's just it's just pathetic. And and one one last thing, you know Malcolm X who was a, a black militant and, you know, he was a, a leader for his race and his people and he wasn't afraid to tell the truth. The one thing he always said was, never trust a, a, liberal, a liberal Democrat white.
3: Yeah, the person. white man calling because, himself for a liberal because he is a
8: sheep and wolf Yeah,
10: because they're, they're dishonest. And, you know, oh, Mark, And I'm going to say I this about listen. you, Sean. Oh, thank you. You yeah. know, one thing, one last thing. You know, I love the way you call out uh, the Democrats Republicans don 't stop doing it because there 's a lot of these talk show hosts that just call out certain people mark you 're not about the other on the other side and I really have a lot of respect for you and it means the world show. to me
3: that 's why I do this show It means the world to me thank you very much I really do appreciate it I went long i 'll be back and i 'll take the rest of your calls thanks again mark I really appreciate that we 'll be back after this.
8: AM 560 the answer
3: Did you know 70% of Americans want voter ID integrity, voter ID laws? 70% want voter ID laws. What's the percentage of people, regardless of race, that want perpetrators put in prison for crimes of, really, an atrocity that's almost unimaginable when you see what we're going through? In particular in these Democrat strongholds. It's insanity what we're now accustomed to as normal. How many Americans do you think of any party, of any race, of any religion, want a financial accountability by their government? How many Americans do you think would stand against political bribery, against a system that allowed politicians in control of the people's money to profit from that? How many Americans do you think are for an unfettered lobbying scheme of government? How many Americans would be outraged if they found out how many companies have profited from our failures, our bankruptcy? Because we are bankrupt. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later in the show as to just what a scam that really is. How many Americans do you think are sick and tired of hearing from Fauci? How many do you think are aware of the keystone government we have When it came to the reaction to COVID, I think they need to create this kind of angst, this kind of class warfare, this kind of false patriotism through starting a war with an enemy that we may not really have. I think that's the game. After all, Joe Biden passed his boondoggle of infrastructure after another boondoggle of COVID response money after two continuing, three continuing resolutions The money is flowing bigger than ever. The government has never brought in more tax revenue in the history of its existence. It sets records every single day. Yet here's Joe Biden out on the trail stoking all of the class warfare that would make Bernie Sanders blush Moscow Bernie as he is. Boy, how come nobody asks him what he thinks about Russia? He had quite a cozy relationship with the Soviet Union. I'd love to hear his thoughts. I already know what they are on Marxism on Sovietism, on collectivism. And I already see what Joe Biden is doing. He's not fooling anybody, even with the Botox and the non-blinking eyes and the little stammer and the doll hair sewn to his head.
10: I'm a capitalist. If you can make a billion dollars, a million dollars, go at it. It's good. But at least pay a little bit. Fortune 500 companies... And Fortune 500 companies the last two years there are 55 who made over $40 billion didn't pay a cent in taxes. I'm not talking about anybody paying any more it's than they tired, did man. 10 years ago. Look. But
3: you know what happened 10 years ago? What happened 10 years ago is that when criminals kidnapped people, when they stole their cars, when they shot people, they were put in prison. What's happening now in Democrat-run sewers sounds like reports from Mexico City.
2: A woman from Forest View is missing. She's 20-year-old Charisma Ayersman, last seen in the village on January 23rd, around 10.17 p.m. She was driving a 2014 Maroon Ford Fiesta. The license plate number is CW20209. Charisma has long, bright red hair. She also has several tattoos, including
3: the Virgo symbol behind her. And she's kidnapped, just like in Mexico City. What else happens in the sewer of Chicago?
1: Now, a suspected carjacker has been charged with attempted murder of a Chicago police officer, and two others are facing felonies after last night's chaotic shootout on Lower Wacker Drive.
10: And we do have video of that heart-stopping arrest and the story of the tech tool that made it happen. WGN's Mike Lowe is joining us now with more on that, Mike. Well,
3: luckily... I think two of them are over 26. The other one has, doesn't have, he's not responsible, cerebral cortex. And I'll tell you another thing that's going to get off on cerebral cortex.
2: It actually makes me very sad. The, the kids are, you know, around this type of situations and, and not in school or doing what 11 year
1: olds usually do. Still traumatized, this woman asked not to be on camera as she reacts to the arrest of an 11 year old boy who along with at least three other males are accused of carjacking her and her adult daughter at gunpoint. He didn't really say anything. He
8: just um, was patting my daughter's pockets to see what else was in her pockets.
1: A neighbor's doorbell security camera captured the bold daytime crime that happened in the driveway of the woman's house last November.
3: I wonder how many people of all races Want to see this come to an end. I wonder how many people of all races want to see the flow of fentanyl come to an end. But instead, you must stoke those divisions. Yes, you must go to class warfare, go to racism, and ignore the fact of what this country really is the best place to live for all races, and it always has been. In fact, it was in 2014 I found this clip. 2014 before Don Lamon was involved in a pedophilia scandal. Don Lamon was interviewing Morgan Freeman, and I found it fascinating. Do you
12: think that race plays a part in wealth dis- distribution or either a mindset that you can't Today? or cannot? Yeah.
4: No. You don't? No. I don't. I don't. Hey, you and I, we're proof. Why would race have anything to do with it? Stick. Your, put your mind to what you want to do and go for that. Uh, it's kind of like religion to me it's a good excuse for not getting there yeah you know i said
12: and it's probably get me in trouble but i said to some of my colleagues recently so i know that it's an issue but i've been it seems like every single day on television i'm talking about race and it's because of the news cycle it's in the news but sometimes i get so tired of talking about it i want to i want to just go this is over can we move on And, and and if you talk about it it
4: exists right
3: did don lemon say he wants to say it's over let's move on is that simply because hundreds of thousands of white people fought for the freedom of the slaves in the Civil War, yet all of, somehow all their, their descendants are racists? Or is it strictly because we have made a climate of equality where the most minorities have become successful on a variety of different levels? Or is it just because Barack Obama was president then? And now you need to make sure that the Democrat mafia isn't exposed for the corrupt Real mafia that it is. The gangster government that it is. There's a reason you're hearing all of this. And it's because what they understand is, God forbid the American people come together and find out what is really going on in their pretend representative republic. This is a pretend representative republic. We're not a representative republic on any level. Nobody is represented unless you're a lobbyist, unless you're corrupt, unless you're running a scam. And if you're a victim of this violence in these Democrat sewers, the judges, the prosecutors, all Democrats, share a very simple philosophy. Protect the perpetrators. Victimize the victims. There's no, no talk of the victims here. None. As I watched this Judge Evans listen to him speak about how righteous he was in not prosecuting perpetrators... It became painfully evident that at that moment, Cook County is done. Stick a fork in it. It's over, and it is already devolving into Mad Max. These aren't news stories from a while ago. These are news stories from yesterday, from last week, from two weeks ago. That's what the stories are from. And who's the one under the investigative reporting? The police and the people who oppose this? Why is that? There's a lot of money in this corruption. There's a lot of power in this corruption. On what, in what society would a man who justifies crime from rape, kidnapping, shooting of police officers, carjacking of innocent people in their driveways, on what society would a judge to enforce law talk about how righteous it is to not enforce penalties on perpetrators versus doing the only thing your job is? And that is to use law as the shield of the honest man to prosecute the perpetrator. And until these people are put in jail and thrown out of office, it's going to just be a slow grind into serfdom. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back.
8: AM560, The Answer.
3: I hate the idea you're supposed to wait till an election before you have any hope of American law being followed. You have any hope of stability in both foreign affairs and the economy. I'm not going to sit around and wait for that. You have to put yourself in a climate where you're safe. You're not safe in the city of Chicago, the county of Cook. It is corrupted. The politicians enable the predators. It's that simple. You want to make it stop? Carjackings will stop overnight. 30 year mandatory sentence, whether you're 11 or 111. 30 years.
1: The video shows the mother and daughter returning home in a red SUV as a dark-colored car driving down the street suddenly stops. At least two of the alleged carjackers then get out of the car. Their driver pulls into a nearby alley. Now
3: they're 11, and they obviously stole another car unless their mom was taking them for a nice carjacking. Everybody goes to jail. Anybody in Tet, anybody who even assisted this goes to jail. I mean, what is exactly the plan? Unless you're planning on shooting Dexter four in the city of Chicago, these criminals aren't going away. They're multiplying, and they're starting at a younger age. Matt, Mount Greenwood.
2: Hey there. Good evening, Sean. Good evening. I gotta tell you that that, uh, that incident occurred three blocks of my house, and sadly, it happened again two weeks ago, right next door to my neighbor, who's a policeman. Now that neighborhood is loaded with police officers and men who would defend themselves and their family. However, like my buddy said, he goes, you go out to defend your kid, your wife, yourself, you'll get shot. And if you don't get shot, you shoot them. Guess what? Evans and his merry minions will prosecute you for defending yourself and your family. It's disgusting. People are waiting and running and waiting to get out of here so fast. And it's a shame because it's Oh, was once a great, oh, it's, great it, neighborhood. It, it, it still is. It
3: makes me sick, but, and you don't ha- but, but you shouldn't have to live like that. And it, the government has one specific job. That's to protect you from the criminal, not to protect the criminal from prosecution, which is what happens in these Democrat strongholds, Matt. And unfortunately... 100%.
2: That's exactly what happened.
3: The safest thing you can do for your family is get the hell out of there, and it's a sad day. Thank you, Matt. Good luck. Mike Yorkville.
10: Sean, just like Matt had said, you know, they're more interested in prosecuting the people that are law-abiding that are applying their rights in this country, especially around Crook County. You can't go ahead and live without the rights that you've been already been given and how they have these guys keep on letting criminals on the streets and expect you just to be—it's like you're feeding the sheep to the wolves. That's it. And you're paying them. The greatest
3: yeah. atrocity of all is what are the taxes? How much have they gone up? What's their pay? This buffoon Evans, do you want to bet he makes over 200,000 a year? I'm I'm, I'm probably way off. And this is his oh. job is to protect the innocent people. Instead what he's doing is number one making excuses that he's pulling out of his shoe and I'm kind, but number two what he's telling you is he's not going to do the job you pay him for. And what is your Sean I really... None.
10: Sean, I I really believe that the purpose of what we have, I call them dem rats, that are in these positions, they're trying to make lawful people, law-abiding people, criminals, so they can strip more of their rights away from them. Because they realize we have more to lose than those societal rejects that they have up in inner-city Chicago. They have nothing to lose. They've maybe been you, feeding off the government the whole time.
3: Maybe if we point out to these sexually frustrated freaks that these kids were not wearing their masks and didn't show a vaccine card, we could get some response. Thank you, Mike. Good luck. Lee and Hammond.
10: Hey, Sean. You know, I, I still believe this. You know, what needs to be done? The public, the people that were victims of these crimes, need to get class action lawsuits or something together to sue Tim Fox, Timothy Evans for failing to do their job. You know, it's, if, if, it's if interesting, not and I would love law, that.
2: But who do you
3: bring them before, right? When the law is corrupt. The civil court. Yeah, but who's the judge presiding?
10: The well, guys yeah, on the table right, of wisdom right, but that, but that end are, end are partners with get it on a radar screen
3: here. I hope so, Lee. But you know, in these in these corrupt societies like Chicago is, when you have two Cook County sitting judges on an investment firm, Table of Wisdom LLC, with an under indictment alderman named Ed Burke. What are you gonna turn to these two scumbags? That's what happens when a when a government is corrupted. And until each one of these people are prosecuted by the federal government which now is corrupted thanks to the Biden regime. You're in for a long haul, boys and girls. Or you can go to a Republican area where law is law. I'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show.
2: This looks like me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. We so can get
3: used to anything. We really can't. Nobody even talks about the yoke of socialist health care failure. Obamacare. Affordable Care Act that's not so affordable. 400% premium increases. You're used to it. Don't worry about it. You're deductible. What the hell is that? That's uh, about a used car. You're used to that, too. Is it enrollment time? Is it not enrollment time? You're used to that, too. Some of us never get used to it. Paul Seeger is somebody who never got used to it. He created a company called PCS Advisors that helps companies navigate the failure of Obamacare, along with the failure of the American government, who tells you things are free. Man, oh, man, when the government says free, you better get your checkbook out. Paul, how are you, my friend? I think I scared him. Paul, are you there? All right, we will effort. Bunny. get Paul back. Um, We will effort to get Paul back. But I wanted to talk about, and I'll talk about it with you until we can get Paul back, the fact that the... Button was on. Oh, are you there, Paul?
13: I am. Can you hear me? Now
3: I can. Yes, thank
13: you. (laughs) Good.
3: Good, good. I wanted to talk to you about what does it cost when the government sends free tests? Because somebody's paying for that.
13: (laughs) Do we have any kind of idea? Well, let me tell you what it costs when they're not involved, and then we'll... Then we'll both kind of like theorize what, what, what they're going to soak the government for. And, and then in turn, not really the government is going to get passed through the insurance companies and then the consumers at renewal. And then we're all going to scratch our heads again and say, how did it go up so much? You have U.S. companies manufacturing COVID tests, fast-acting COVID tests right now that couldn't wade through the red tape with our FDA that are shipping them overseas. And if you're in Europe, you can go to a drugstore and buy them for 3 bucks U.S., and there's no shortage here we have a shortage, and it's because we didn't prepare and we didn't approve them. We went from operation warp speed with vaccines, regardless of how you feel about the vaccines they were they were moved through quickly to operation snail speed with the tests and because our only we we didn't we just wanted everybody to get vaccinated we didn't care about anything else. We had a very singular approach that has obviously had weaknesses so now as a response, you have the administration come out and say, Hey, we're gonna make it so you can get free tests, your insurance company will pay for it. Well, free doesn't mean that there's any available for one thing. And then the second thing is when you're gonna tell an insurer to pay for something and let and let the manufacturer know that the consumer is gonna get it for free, what's the insurer gonna do to the price? It's not gonna be three bucks US. I mean it it's so gonna right be right now just 120 if i had to guess
3: so just so i understand you right now american companies like the one that that our our necklace governor has stock in abbott is making tests and right. they're, they're selling them to europe and europe is retailing them for three dollars or no europe that's is paying three. so they're retailing, no, they're retailing
13: them for three dollars
3: retailing them for three dollars that's correct and the american people the american People who say that they're getting this test for free and their insurance company will pay it for them have a likelihood of the insurance companies being billed by the, the manufacturer $120, which in essence would be a subsidized European That's test right. so that we're both selling it for about $60 a test. And in the meantime, yep. they've ordered 1 billion tests. And as of right now, they don't know what they paid for those 1 billion
13: well, they probably know and don't want to share it because it would it would upset people like you and, and me. And the consumers, they've done what they always do. They said, it's going to be free. You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. So the consumers are no longer paying attention, the typical consumer. And then they're going to be victimized. And we'll have yet another year where their increase in payroll deduction to cover their increase in health care premium at their job exceeds their – increase in wages and it's because of things like this you can look at the uh the things the thing going on right now where they're touting the the best enrollment in obamacare ever right now and that's because of added subsidies that were part of the covid all the rescue legislation and if you look at what the government is spending per enrolled person that they're adding it's twenty thousand dollars per person
3: Per person. That is a
13: lot of money per person. It's about 4x what it costs per person to enroll someone uh, were they not in a government-subsidized plan. That would likely be richer, accepted by more doctors. I mean,
10: it's just,
3: yeah. you can't make I mean, this Paul, stuff I, I, I paid for my own insurance during this whole time. I saw it go from $500, which I was upset about, to $2,200. The reason I wanted to get you for today is that they announced last week that insurance companies who were held harmless through COVID. In fact, insurance companies didn't have to pay for the cost of COVID. The government did. Announced that they will be, in fact, reintroducing premium increases, but they didn't tell us how much they're going to go up. And the reality is they probably don't know because they are not certain what they're going to have to be forced or extorted to pay for tests that have already been selling retail for $3. This is a travesty, Paul. This is no longer a, a happenstance of just government misappropriation of funds or power. This is an outright fraud on the American people. And, and you know, I, I I can't believe we're helpless at this point. Is there not something the American people can do to uh, stop this billion-dollar or billion-unit boondoggle? I mean, this could be... Hundreds of billions of dollars that we've spent on a political stunt by an old man who wants me to believe a virus is so dangerous it wipes out old men. I can't wrap my head around the hypocrisy. <laughs>
13: it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to understand, and I don't, I don't think there's any stopping it at this point. I mean, we're so far down the rabbit hole. We have to educate people like you're doing, so thankful for what you're doing, and people need to vote differently. I mean,
4: we—it's—and oh,
13: even that God, will Paul, be tough wait. to get results from it because you've got such precision giving on the part of the the healthcare industry.
3: Paul, I love—I love, yeah. I mean, you know, I love you. I love having you on. I have nothing but respect for you. But you're—we're talking—we're broadcasting from a state that elected a 450-pound trust fund baby who was caught on FBI tapes colluding with a former governor who went to jail and the American Chicago, Illinois moron continues to vote for their own demise uh is this not at the level of i don't know it's got to be under sec fraud how could this be that the american government has ordered one billion units of something that they don't know the cost of how could this be
13: well i think they know i just don't think they want to share it just like they haven't shared they didn't release data on and it was just released this week on national immunity uh, and then when they released the numbers from California and New York, it turned out, oh, wait, it's three point, you were 3.7 times more protected, 3.3 to 3.7 times more protected from being hospitalized and so on. And now if you put this on the Internet, you know, it will probably get flagged as misinformation, but that's the CDC's own data. They just didn't want to put it out. Johns Hopkins had to do their own research to show that uh, – that natural immunity was not only a real thing, but it was durable. CDC said, well, it's not durable. We, d- we don't know how durable it is, so everyone should get vaccinated. And then NIH failed to do any studies to, to, to see how durable it is because it doesn't fit the, the narrative, and, and it's not on point with the messaging that was desired. So John Hopkins did their own research to find out, guess what? Two years later, 99% of those who had prior infection still had, a, a significant amount of antibodies and protection from that, and you know, it's just you get jaded if you've been doing this as long as I have. If I know. You follow the money, you know exactly what's going on. I mean, we're if you're not selling, there's no money to be made off natural immunity. There's a bunch of money to be made on vaccines. There's a bunch of money to be made on overpriced tests, and so there we have it. And
3: there has and been, they'll
13: give to both sides to get it done.
3: There has been a concerted effort that even some Democrats, are able to pick up on, on the fact that there was generic prophylactics and generic treatments that were out there for decades, and now we have a new pill that the American people, I'm sure, are going to subsidize and pay for if they already haven't overpaid times 1,000x. And it's being released by a company that has ties into lobbying, ties into the Democrat Party. And above all, it looks like it merely took old science, repackaged it, and tried to get a patent on it, which apparently they they don't need in this time of emergency. Am I just as jaded as you now, or is this something that could be the greatest scam in pharma since OxyContin?
13: Well, I think this has been, I've been calling it uh, an arms race. It's the arms race of big pharma to get these, to get Public-private partnerships to fund the development, and then make—I mean, we've made billionaires, and not just a couple, in this process.
3: Have they paid their fair share of taxes? By the Joe Biden uh, definition, <laughs> I mean, isn't it just sickening at this point, Paul? Isn't it just sickening where Big Pharma, you find out, has not only been lobbying—they've—they're they're sponsoring news outlets, they're buying the propaganda. And the reality is they want to stop the knowledge of the American people from understanding all you did is repackage generic medicine and you keep telling me that the vaccine's working, yet your biggest fear is somebody who's sick. I, I, I can't take it.
13: Well, that's, that's the state of, kind of the state of the situation today.
3: Illinois has an amazing stat. Last week, 40% of the people that passed away from COVID, 40% were
13: fully vaccinated.
3: Is this uncommon, or is this something that's happening in every other state?
13: Well, it's not going to get much press, uh, and that's, that's the challenge, I think, why there's such a lack of confidence on the part of the American people with what they're hearing. One in four, or actually three in four young people think that the people that have been guiding us through this should be fired, because there's a clear discrepancy or there's just lies of omission you know the whole national immunity thing is such a great example of that lies of omission and and Fauci himself called it noble lying just gives people the information and then give them your advice it's 2022 you can't really hide it uh, a lot of people won't make the effort to go look it up and i i get that but the, the facts fact. are just becoming undeniable
3: I was shocked myself over the weekend. I just simply was bored and I was reading and I decided to Google Pfizer Wuhan. An article pops up from November 25th, 2009, in which Pfizer had announced a research and development effort in Wuhan, an investment of millions of dollars to have their own R&D facility in Wuhan, China, Do you think anybody else is getting a little suspicious about the entire thing called COVID from the collaboration between American government, American big pharma with China, with the collaboration of silencing any kind of treatment other than that from big pharma? I mean, you know, call me crazy. I'm from a a little neighborhood that used to like to fix horse races. But this seems like one giant fracking scam to me.
13: Well, you're not the only one, uh, but if you call it out, you're misinformation.
3: So I'm going to lose my YouTube channel again for the third time in a row?
13: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. Especially if I'm on it.
3: <laughs> very good. Oh, thank you. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's the Paul Seegert effect, but I don't care because you're worth it. And what you've done with PCS Advisors, helping businesses navigate the atrocity, the the government scheme of Obamacare, it's worth all the headache. So I want to thank you very much for coming on, Paul. And I want to uh, tell you, please keep it up at PCS Advisors. And I want to tell all the small businesses to call you to help them navigate the yoke of socialist failure in Obamacare. Thank you so much for joining me, Paul.
13: Thanks for having me again. Have a great night.
3: You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments and a little pickle face Fauci after this.
2: Yes, indeed.
3: It's an obvious repackaging of a generic drug sold at 700 times the cost, and they call it a cure. I love this. I absolutely love it. Reminds me of that devious scumbag from the old neighborhood that instead of drugging the one horse to win, you just drug the other horses to lose. You almost have to admire it in its diabolical nature, kind of like unions. Isn't that right, Dominic in Chicago?
10: Hi, Dominic. Sean? Yes, Tom. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man, I love your brother. You're a, you've got a great show. When I listen to you, it's like going to church because you know exactly what's going on over here in Chicago. Scum because it. I'm from the same area. And did you, do you remember a while ago that when President Trump got the economy
1: booming and Maria Bartiromo had Hoffa on, on TV? And she asked him,
10: is. right, and she asked him, what do you think about what President Trump did? Oh, Maria, this is the only president in history who has done this for America. And then, because I'm I'm a teamster, okay, but I got in the mail was a magazine, vote for Harris and Biden.
3: Sure. You were going
10: to vote After for them anyway, the- if
3: you knew it or not. Believe me, you didn't have much of a choice. I'm sure you didn't, but somewhere along no, the way. No, I do.
2: Oh, no, I'm, I'm, far, I'm far, far from a, a
3: Democrat. I've been in the union four different occasions. Every time, the workers all thought like you and I. It was that mafia extortion racket called the leadership that was as corrupt and as crooked as Grand Avenue. And those are the ones who control exactly. the game. And Hoffa's a piece of garbage, just like the other piece How of garbage who, who heads up the Labor Department for Biden, the fixer. Read the book. I hear you. Uh-huh. You get to see Biden mentioned in it. Thank you very much, Dominic. Stay strong and stay safe in the sewer. Unfortunately, the Democrats create. It truly is an atrocity built on the working on the, on, the, on the working man. Yet you're used. You're used as the excuse for corruption and socialism. Guys, there's equality. I had enough of it, man. I honestly I really did. The scam is obvious. Mark, Northwest Indiana.
10: Hey Mark. How you doing? Good.
2: You are spot on as always. Oh, thank hey, you. Uh, have you heard of direct access health care?
3: I'm ignorant to that. I have not. I I, I, I was okay. so disgusted yeah, with it, I kinda just said, I got got I, you know, it was my wife and my kids. Me? I don't give a rip well, about healthcare. You wanna know the best
2: health care well,
3: is none. Go ahead.
2: Not true. When you when you when you're bored over the weekend, look All up right. a guy named Josh Humberg out of Wichita, Kansas. He's a physician. Now, direct access, a lot of my colleagues are doing it nowadays. It's
3: oh, concierge? A month Is this energy. concierge?
2: It's not, no, not concierge. Different. All right. all so right. imagine $50 a month unlimited health care for adults, 10 bucks for kids, and you're going to wholesale those physicians who accept it Well, wholesale all of your medicine. You don't have to go to Walgreens, places like that. You then get a higher deductible plan for any major medical that pays out at 100%. You break your foot, you have a heart attack, whatever, yeah. you have to go. in. that's 100% after you pay your deductible. It would revolutionize health care. And you can move it into a Medicare model where all those people on Medicare, the government, would pay $50 for unlimited health care the primary care. Mark, and those decisions who take Medicare would get paid better.
3: I'm going to look this up over the weekend. I'm going to talk about it on Monday. And if it's a solution, I'm all about it because the solution will come from us, not the corrupt government that likes to scam the way it sits. Thank you, Mark. I will be back after this. i got to go to break early. I went along with the guest. And we are going to do Friday Features with me. If you're on the line, just stay there. I'll let you talk about your point and then give me a movie. After this.
8: AM 560, the answer. Let's all
1: go to the line. Let's go
8: to the movie.
1: It's time for Friday Features with Sean. Hello, on with the show. All right. I got a good
3: one. It's a good one. It's an old one, but it's a good one. Gorky Park. I say you give it a watch. It's never been more relevant. Along with that, Smash His Camera. Very interesting documentary. And Eric Clapton standing at the crossroads. I think I recommended that to you before. But um, Smash His Camera. Very, very good. Now, if you were on the line, I'll let you do both. But you got to give me a movie. Greg LaGrange.
14: Hey, Sean. How you doing?
3: Good, buddy. How are you?
14: Uh, comment, in the, comment in the movie. Can you take a comment or a yeah,
3: question? Cool. Comment first. Go ahead
14: question is this now that you see that substack is coming under attack because they're making some money and they're garnering attention because they're speaking different views and trying to get a dialogue going about what's going on in our world why is it you believe that terrestrial radio hasn't suffered the same fate i mean i'm specifically talking about conservative or classical classic liberal
3: type oh folks i think like you i think they Daniel. will I think they absolutely will, and they will come back with, uh, you know, don't forget they're in charge of all of the bureaucracies. So now that they've got the Internet, see, it's it's brilliant on their part. Shut down the Internet first, which was considered the Wild West, where it was considered to be where you could say anything. Try to diminish that, oh. then kill terrestrials. So I don't think anything's off the table. we got three years of this BS. We're just in the beginning, man. This is the honeymoon. You're not even at the beating stage. Go ahead. Two movies for you. I, I'm a big film
14: noir fan. I just got back. You know, I, I love this stuff. One is one you've probably seen called The Asphalt Jungle. Yeah. Sterling Hayden.
3: Excellent. Okay,
14: fantastic. The other one is, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Reefy Fee. What's it it's called? A, a Reefy Fee. It's a, no, it's a French film. Jules Gossine, who was blacklisted in the 50s. It's a great movie. You want to talk about a tough guy movie? It kind of reminds me of a modern, uh, a of a. a Film noir version of like James Conant kind of B. Oh, a really? Guy that just isn't. Yeah, it's a. Re, great and it's called movie.
3: ReCC. Yep. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I wrote it. I, thank I'm, you, Greg. Fantastic. I right, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mark and the Western Burbs.
6: Yeah. Hey, Sean. I know I'm preaching to the choir with your uh, with your audience, but just asked um, for people to pray for our troops. Lisa Lescara at the last uh, news break mentioned that. Uh, Biden is committing troops to to um,
3: he did a few uh, days ago. He sent eighty five hundred. Yeah.
6: So, um, you know, I was a kid when Vietnam ended and I just saw our troops be cannon fodder and and decimated by the administration then. And I just don't want to see it again. And it fits perfectly into my movie selection, which is We Were Soldiers. Um, That was just a brilliant movie that showed, you know, just. The the best that our country had to offer, and how it was. um, And I think it even dealt with the
3: lie of how it started. So I think you're right.
6: Yes, 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 it did.
3: Very good. They didn't admit it was a lie, but we all know it was. Thank you, Mark. Love the suggestion. Kevin Austin, Texas, repeat.
6: Yes, it is. It's repeat. My brother Tommy wanted me to tell you that I grew up on the West Shore in Oak Park. He said (laughs) you might understand. You got the North Shore and the South Shore.
3: I do understand. Yes, I do. Now, you ran away from that area because I'm assuming you didn't like those 300-pound baristas with the unpainted toenails as much as I don't, correct? (laughs) All right. Go ahead. What were you going to say? All right. right.
6: One thing I want to say is you should go to Rumble if if you don't like uh, uh, YouTube.
3: Go on Rumble. Yeah, no, we're already doing that. I got the Sean Thompson show. We're building that. I got the the little minions working.
6: That would be great. So then on the other thing as far as the uh, –
3: Judge Tim.
6: Uh, what's his name?
3: We all know that Evans.
6: the Democrat. What?
3: Tim Evans. Go ahead.
6: Tim Evans. Yeah, sorry. So we all know that Tim Evans and the Democrats aren't going to do anything. And I would love it if everybody who listens to this and gets upset and wants the GOP to do something in Cook County to go to Matt Moretti's in Edison Park on February 9th. That's when the Central Committee is meeting. The guy who runs Cook County GOP, is guy's name is Sean Morrison. Mm-hmm. And and right now there's 17 vacant ward committeemen chairs and two chow- township commere- chairs that are just completely vacant. And what are these guys going to do about it? Instead
3: of, you know, they're going to open up video game so parlors,
6: fill their own pockets.
3: They're going to open up video game <laughs> right. parlors, and now there's going to probably be a big discussion about pot dispensaries, because they're not going to do anything yeah, about exactly. the corruption so, because they're neck deep in it. And I could re- I could be mistaken, but I even think there's some scandal. Um, with some uh, property purchases by the county. I could be mistaken, but I'm not really big on sitting in a room of gangsters who aren't like my old gangsters. But, Kevin, I like my old gangsters from the neighborhood because uh, they were men.
6: Let's put put pressure on Sean Morrison and Liz Gorman. Or you you could just do what
3: you and I did and sell your stuff and move. What about a movie? Oh, yeah, I
6: mean, if you can't leave, yeah, if you can leave, leave. But if you can't, put some pressure on these guys.
3: What do you got for a movie? Uh, The Candidate. Oh, good uh,
6: call. 1972. Big fan. Uh, good, Robert, good call. Robert Redford. It shows about how the politicians really don't give a shit about you. Excuse Oh, me. you can't Sorry.
3: say that. I got to let you go. He did the thing. Hit the button. Do all that stuff. Susan in Northbrook.
2: Uh, hi, Sean. My movie, my first movie is Network from 1976 with Peter Finch.
3: God, I, why do I think I haven't seen that
2: movie? i am mad completely. as hell. I'm not going to take it oh, anymore. Oh, yes yes yes, 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 yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. Yes.
2: Um, uh, And it's got. Oh, did I?
3: Susan, call back. I fat fingered you. You know, I used to trade with a guy who said he fat fingered a lot of trades. Apparently you can do it. I didn't think you could, but you can. Dominic Glendale Heights.
2: Yes, yeah, a nice one here. The Universal Antidote. It's a documentary.
3: I have not heard of it, Dominic. The Universal well,
2: Antidote. The universal antidote. When you find out what this documentary is about, you're going to shake your head and wonder, I, I don't understand these people. And you know what? You can't beat the GOP. They get the envelopes, too. So oh, when they won't stand up for do. you...
3: Uh, Here's the goodness, at up least they you, spend it in better stores. That's what I always hated about a Democrat. You're stealing millions. Look decent instead of you look like you robbed a Penny. you freaks. <laughs> Thank you. 312-642-5600. I'll be back with the rest of your calls after this.
8: AM 560, the answer.
3: Oh, look at this. We're even getting fans in Florida. Can you believe it? It's true. Joe, Naples, Florida.
12: Yeah. So, Sean, yeah, you can pick you up on Alexa.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love
12: um, it. Yeah, yeah. So my comment is, you know, you're talking about health care, which makes me think, McCain, which makes me ask, with what we have in the Republican Party, what if when we when the Republicans win, what will they do? What will they really do? Because they'll do what shown... McCain.
3: They'll do what McCain did. Yeah, because the one thing that's happened is their profits have gone up, and so ha- has their campaign contributions. Yeah, and it is yeah, cemented. I... It is now the cornerstone of government yeah. corruption and failure. You got a better chance of getting rid of Social Security, and you don't know, you know what a scam right. that is. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and.
12: Uh the only other thing I would there's a commercial on TV and there's a guy that says I pay no uh premiums anymore. I don't know if you've seen that, but Yeah, he's the uh, governor. He's ha- Go he's proud of that. He's <laughs> proud that he pays no premium. Who 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 does he think is paying that? Anyway, the new Democrat my is movie more of a loafer.
3: Go ahead. Your movie?
12: My movie is the Prague Orgy. And it takes place in Czechoslovakia, it was made in twenty nineteen and it's what life was like there but it's a writer that goes to try to take to smuggle out some jewish manuscripts but there's a particular scene it's a little risque but there's a particular scene in the there.
3: orgy oh go ahead
12: yeah well where the heroine ha- wants to go to lunch with this writer because she's the one that has the manuscript and uh-huh. She is asked to show her ID, even though all the secret police and everybody know her. All right. And she is trying Don't to really, You're telling me a
3: lot about the movie. You're like my wife. This is how she watches a movie. She can only do it if she knows what the ending is. But I'm going to take you up on well, it. No,
12: I'm not telling you the ending. But.
3: Prague, Orgy, <laughs> Joe in Naples, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Tom in Cherville.
1: Yeah, Sean. Uh, my first movie is Vision Quest. I, if you I remember absolutely that
3: mo- love it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I love the, it. the kid who he
1: weighs one ninety and he drops the one sixty eight, so he can wrestle a guy who's five foot two and nothing but muscle.
3: Absolutely love it. I truly do. You, and then death. No, go ahead. I I was in high school. I want to say I was in high school when that came out. The next. I was year, a little older. I
1: was maybe twenty when it came out.
3: The next day, the gym was packed, and everyone wanted to look like the muscle had not the Vision Quest guy. But go ahead.
10: Yeah, and then Death Wish 2, Charles Bronson.
3: I prefer 3, but all right, I'll take you up on it. Both very good, Tom and Cherville. Ignacio, Spring Grove. Hey, buddy, how are you? Wonderful, how are you? You there? I'm here.
2: All right, Uh, movie-wise, Collateral Beauty with Will Smith is a great one. Uh, another fantastic one is The Lost City by Andy Garcia. There's two Lost Cities. This one's Andy Garcia. It's about the Cuban Revolution. He produced it himself. As far as books, two great books. One is Against All Hope by Armando Valladolid. He was a Cuban political prisoner. He ended up being appointed to the Human Rights Commission by Reagan. But the best book of all you got to read is called Wings of the Morning. It's a Cuban MiG pilot who defected wanted to get his family out. They wouldn't let his family go. They said if he was brave enough to steal a plane, be brave enough to come get him, the guy gets a plane out of Marathon, Florida, a CESTA, lands on the beach uh, highway, and takes his family out of Cuba.
3: I love it. Thank you very much. All great movies. I am a huge Andy Garcia fan. There is a guy that truly gets it. Uh, Eduardo, Midway.
10: Yeah, good evening, Sean. Miss you, uh, I was in Miami last uh, weekend, but um, my uh Did you TV eat at Uh
14: No, but I will next time. Oh, you, you have to go.
3: <laughs> it's a, she's a Venezuelan chef. It's absolutely my favorite restaurant. Go ahead, though.
10: Okay, so Highway to Heaven for the TV series. Good, good family mores and all that good. Uh, I wish young people would watch that. Yeah. And then the documentary is Pele, the soccer player from Brazil.
3: Size.
12: Hard
10: work, Love achieved it. Uh, great success.
3: Love it. Very good choices. Thank you, Eduardo. Franco, Chicago.
2: Hello. How are you? Can you hear me, Sean?
3: I could hear you beautifully.
2: So, yeah, I got a good movie for you. Uh, the original one came out in 2007, and they redid it in uh, 2011 called Zeitgeist. You heard of that?
3: I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. You, and you're saying it's
2: good. Let me tell you, anybody who wants to really know what's going on in this country, you can find it on YouTube. It starts out a little slow about religion. It starts talking about how religions used to control people, and then it gets into everything. It talks about the Fed, the banks, the credit card system. You know how you're turned around with being threatened with your your schools and controlling the children like Hitler did. You know, control the kids, you control you control the parents. And then, let me tell you about another movie that I think they should make, Sean. They should make one about Kim Fox and how she's saving the city of Chicago over a billion dollars by not prosecuting these mugs in the city.
3: We could call it Peanut Head, The Rise of Crime, The Fall of the City of Chicago. I like it, Franco. We could come up with titles and everything here. Peanut Head, The Rise of Crime, Fall of Chicago, starring Kim Fox and her boyfriend, who may or may not be a perpetrator hi rick
14: hey how's it going good how are you i'm doing good i wanted, to, first of all tell you to keep up the fight you're uh it's hard to believe you just broke into radio not that long ago because yeah i'm having sure to time navigate of my life all rick. sides oh thank you yep thank you. hey i wanted to make a movie suggestion i don't know if you've seen it it's called uh it's not new it's at least 10 years old it's called the Limey, starring terrence stamp I did see it uh, It's
3: the most underrated movie It is entertaining from beginning to end And I absolutely loved it I even love the awkward parts of the movie I thought it was fantastic uh, Yeah,
14: same here, same here Uh, I also had a book suggestion if you're taking those at all Yeah, let's go Uh, It's called The Wildwood Boys It's by James Carlos Blake I read that long ago And it's still one I've read three or four times on deployment since
3: Love it very much Thank uh, Thank you, Rick Let's end it with Craig Mount Greenwood. You got twenty seconds.
1: Hey, you got to get that. Uh, if you like those action movies where it talks about the government three-letter uh, agencies being corruptly, I mean, get the movie Capital. The Capital Punishment movie. Nick Fury. It's and instead of it being fiction, the real deal, and it's basically worse than you ever seen on any of those movies that they made up. Thank made you, fiction.
3: Craig. Thank you for holding. Thank all of you for listening. Everyone, have a great weekend. Stay away from Democrats. They're dangerous. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. Believe in shooting stars but she in
0: shooting three star general Michael J Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's